Welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kay. In today's episode, we're diving deeper into lifestyle comparisons, and I'm going to be sharing with you how you can navigate this. This is definitely one of those topics that some people don't like to admit that it affects them, but if we're really honest with ourselves, at some point in our lives, we will be affected by lifestyle comparison. It's something that we naturally do as humans. We are naturally comparative. We analyze things. We compare things. We compare the restaurant we've gone to versus the one we went to previously. We're constantly comparing and it's just a part of our nature. And if you're a woman, this is something we do even more so. And this is why we're speaking about it in this episode. I've definitely seen a lot of negative effects of lifestyle comparisons in many of the clients that I've been coaching recently when it comes to their finances. And it just made me think how many more people may be affected financially because of lifestyle comparisons. But again, so many of us were in these cycles and we just don't want to admit that we're struggling in certain areas and that's why we're going to speak about it in today's episode not only looking at the financial aspect but also other aspects too and of course talking about how we can navigate this so let's get into the episode as humans, we naturally compare. It is a part of our nature. And I know for me, this is definitely something I do a lot. I'm always analysing things. I constantly compare things. I love to go to restaurants. That's like one of my leisure things that I love to do. I like eating out. I like trying new foods, going to new places. And something I used to do a couple of years ago was leave reviews. I would leave reviews of restaurants I went to on TripAdvisor, but I'd also review them on my blog. And this also led to me actually getting a couple of free meals and it was quite an exciting time because like I said I love to review I like to talk about my experience and also something that I rely heavily on when I'm going to a new restaurant or if I'm planning a holiday and I'm looking for a hotel to stay in or even excursions to do I will definitely check the reviews because I rely heavily on reviews in order for me to assess whether it's worth spending my money (laughs) on that thing or not. So I'm that person. I will always check the reviews. If I'm going out with friends for a restaurant or I'm looking for somewhere to go, best believe I'm gonna check the reviews. And of course, when you look at reviews, there's always gonna be a balance of negative and positive. So it's always for me a case of gauging whether those negative comments override the positive ones. And something that I do also question when I have a look at certain um, products or if it's a restaurant or, or an establishment of some form, when I only see positive reviews, I'm not gonna lie, I get a bit worried. I think to myself, like, did they put all these positive reviews? Surely there has to be something negative because there's no perfect anything there's always going to be flaws there's always going to be a bad day you know where the service drops or where somebody is just not happy with it that's just the nature of life and if we talk a little bit more into the actual lifestyle comparison so what is that that's where you are comparing your life to someone else's whether it's from a financial aspect so comparing maybe the career path you're on versus your friends your family or even people that you follow online and I know that social media isn't something everyone uses there are people that don't have social media accounts they're not on Facebook they're not on Instagram they're not on TikTok Twitter or any other social media platform but this This is actually a minority. Most people, especially those that are from 18 to 35, we are online. (laughs) Even our moms and our grandmas are online at this point. So a lot of people are using social media in some form. And I think it's also important, something I wanna really speak about today is also the fact that social media gets blamed a lot for a lot of things. And I know we all can admit there are definitely 
negative aspects to social media there's definitely a dark side of it and that could be a whole other podcast topic but equally social media has some positive elements as well it definitely allows us to connect with different people from across the world I have met some amazing people online which I consider to be friends people that I'm able to speak to they give you know we speak to each other we've got a great rapport they'll even you know give me tips on different things so there is definitely a positive side it even allows us to connect with our friends and family who may live abroad so there's definitely good aspects of it there's a lot of things positive things I've learned through social media it keeps me informed sometimes but of course there is a lot of misinformation on social media too but in everything there is always going to be good and bad and nothing is inherently good or inherently bad but it's one of those things that we have to be intentional with how we use it because there is definitely a dark side of it and especially if you're in a low place in your life social media is probably not the best place for you to be because what do we post on our social media we post our highs we post the good moments we post our milestones a lot of people only post when something good happens you know so you may post when you're going out with your friends post when you're quote-unquote living your best life your birthday an engagement a pregnancy announcement you know a new job positive things a lot of the times when we do post on our social media we are showing our wins we're showing our highlights it's very rare for most of us to post the negative aspects of our life to post when we're having a bad day to post when we've just you know lost our job something negative has happened most people don't show those negative aspects or those low moments on their social media and I don't think that we should be at a stage in society where we police people into saying that yes you have to show the bad parts you have to show the times when you're arguing with your partner not only posting the cute picture on your date night out and I think it's one of those things where we as the consumer or even those that are posting content we have to take responsibility for this you know it's no one's responsibility to have a disclaimer on every single picture to be like yes this is a happy moment but I have bad days too I almost feel like we're getting to this point in society where it's almost like that even at times I must admit there's things that I want to post but I feel like "Mm, should I post that you know I don't want people to think that I'm just showing off or I'm trying to portray this kind of person that I'm not so even for me sometimes I sometimes struggle with posting and not posting things I think "Mm, maybe I'll just keep that to myself and I think it's quite sad (laughs) in that sense that we're getting to that stage where constantly policing people with what they should be posting and like I said as the consumer or even as the content creator it's our responsibility to really assess our own situation of course naturally you are going to compare yourself to others, we do that, you know, sometimes you may see people posting their holidays, their vacations, they're traveling, they're going abroad, or they bought this nice luxury item, and if that's something that you are into, you may feel a sense of, oh my gosh, I wish I had that, I wish I was in a relationship, I wish I could afford to have those kind of clothes, I wish I could afford to buy my skincare from that particular brand, you know, maybe you're more on a drugstore brand, but you want to get to the luxury high end, and for me personally, I'm not really into that sort of thing that doesn't float my boat if I could afford it maybe I would be into it (laughs) but as of now there's bigger things that I'm more interested in for me I'm more an experienced person so if it's a holiday I am down if it's going to a nice hotel or a spa break that's more my thing as opposed to luxury items but who knows as I get older that may change but as of right now that's not really something that draws me but I know for a lot of people that is it you want that luxury lifestyle you want to be able to showcase those nice clothes that you've bought those shoes that you bought those red bottoms and all those sort of things 
things and if you're in a place where that's not your reality it can get to a stage where you are comparing or where you do feel like oh my gosh everyone's doing this everyone's going on holidays everyone's leveling up in their careers and I'm just here everyone's getting engaged or everyone's getting married everyone's booed up and I'm just here by myself it's very easy for us to compare ourselves with those around us and even if it's not the case of comparing with social media like I said not everyone is online but maybe it's in your day-to-day you're comparing yourself with your friends with your family with those in your circle and naturally it's very easy for us to do this but I do feel like sometimes when we are struggling with comparisons very rarely will we admit that you know what right now I'm kind of in a low moment and I've been comparing myself to those around me I've been comparing myself to my friends that are having babies or getting married or whatever the case may be or doing you know graduating there's so many different things we can compare it could even be a case of those that are losing weight maybe that's something you want to do and you found everyone around you is on their fitness journey and you're kind of like yeah I'm still stuck with where I don't want to be so I can't even narrow it down to particular things because we can compare to so many different factors. You can even compare yourself with people at your workplace. Maybe the fact that they're getting promotions or they're being recognized or being given more responsibilities that you aren't yet having. And I think the most important thing that I really want to highlight right now is comparisons aren't always unhealthy. It becomes unhealthy when it becomes a source of anxiety, insecurity, envy, and even pride. A lot of the times when we talk about comparisons, we more focus on the sense of when when we compare ourselves to others and it makes us feel bad about our lives. But there's also a flip side to that. You can compare yourself to others and it could be a source of pride for you. You can think that, oh, I'm better than them because I'm at this stage in my life and they're still being left behind. So it's definitely not a one-way street. There are different aspects to this. And I think it's important for you to really assess where you are. So I want to speak a little bit more about the financial aspect of this. One of the biggest things that people struggle with in their finances is living above their means. And a lot of the time, living above your means happens as a result of lifestyle comparison. It's not always a very conscious thing of, oh, everyone around me is buying a home or they're up, you know, upsizing, they're getting a bigger home. I need to now do the same. It's not always a very conscious thing where we just think, yeah, I need to do this because everyone else is doing it. And equally, not a lot of us are self-aware enough or transparent enough and vulnerable enough to admit (laughs) when we get those feelings, you know? But sometimes that is the case. A lot of the times we live above our means because we're trying to sustain a lifestyle that we can't afford and that's the reality. A lot of people, that is their case. They're living above their means because they're trying to live a lifestyle they can't afford. They're trying to live that champagne lifestyle on a Coca-Cola budget and not even the Coca-Cola budget, the diet Coca-Cola budget or even the store version Coca-Cola budget. And I just think it's so important and I know It's so much easier said than done to say to you, live within your means. You don't need to prove anything to anyone. All of those things, we know it deep down, but it's so much harder to live. And I know that there can be pressure. I know that sometimes even in certain industries that you work in, there's also this expectation that you need to dress a certain way. You need to have certain status items to show your worth. And it's not always easy to go against the grain, to be firm within yourself, to be like, you know what, this is who I am, take it or leave it. 
again it's so much easier said than done but for the sake of your own mental health and your financial well-being it's imperative for you to learn to live within your means and in order for you to do that you need to really assess your numbers financially you need to know not only what you earn because sometimes we get deceived by our pre-tax amount when we think oh I'm earning whatever the amount is but no you're not earning that you're earning the amount after tax so it's important for you to know your numbers to know what your expenses are and to really know what you can afford to spend on a monthly basis because a lot of people constantly every month they're overspending and they are having to use sources of credit in order to fund their lifestyle for many people buy now pay later is not just something they use for convenience of being able to return items it's something that they use to buy things that they can't afford um simply because they need to keep up a lifestyle or maybe they're in a struggling moment and they need certain things but they can't afford it. Of course there are so many reasons and I don't want to be ignorant to say that there's one reason, there are many but it's so important like I said for you to be intentional about living within your means because the consequences of not doing so are just not worth it. The consequences are getting into debt, our anxiety, having financial worries and you don't want that. So many people are struggling to sleep at night. Why? Because of finances. It's just not worth it to sacrifice your health to prove something to people that you don't even care about or people that (laughs) in future you're not even going to remember their names. Even if it's a case of it is family, it is friends, it is people that mean a lot to you that you feel are adding a source of pressure, it's not worth it. You have to be intentional of living within your means because at the end of the day, you're going to have to deal with the consequences of not doing so, not them. They may give you pity or maybe in some cases they'll bail you out, but ultimately you're going to have to deal with those consequences. So that's definitely something to take on board. You know, you may not be able to afford the Birkin right now. Maybe that's the lifestyle you want. You want the luxury lifestyle. And if that's something you want to work towards, start putting systems in place to be able to afford that legitimately. <laughs> not at the not at the cost of your credit, not at the cost of your future self, but start putting things in place. I think one of the biggest problems of our generation now is that we lack self-control, is that we want everything now. And I'm I'm gonna admit. There are times there's certain things I don't want to have to wait. If I had to choose between waiting and receiving what I wanted right now, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to want it right now. (laughs) But I know that's not the reality. We're in a process and there are certain things that do take time. Great things take time to build. It's not an overnight thing. As much as we may want it, that instant gratification is really messing with a lot of us and I know that there are so many systems and things that we now have in our lives which feed that need and that want for instant gratification it's like even when you're buying something online if it's not going to come the next day we're kind of like oh that takes too long but back in the day waiting five days for an item to come was the norm it was okay you wouldn't think oh that's too long but now because we have things like Amazon or even other um retailers that are able to ship things to us the next day we just get so used to that that we start applying that impatience to other aspects of our life and as a result we end up comparing ourselves as a result we end up running when really we should be crawling right now (laughs) at this phase in our lives and we end up making a mess and getting into situations that we could have avoided a lot of the problems that we go through in life could be avoided 
had we made better decisions and I know that's a tough pill to swallow but even when I look back at some of the decisions that I've made or things that I've gone through there's a lot of things I could have avoided had I made better decisions but at the time I didn't see it that way I just thought this is what I need to do and I did it but I had to deal with the consequences and of course I'm not negating the fact that there are certain situations we don't do go through like grief and loss that we can't control or even breakdowns in relationships that maybe you gave your all to it you did everything you could do but it just didn't work out there are things we can't avoid but there are things that we can avoid there are things that we can navigate differently if we make better decisions, if we thought a little bit more about it, if we sought a bit of counsel, wise counsel, before making certain decisions, if we did a bit more research, if we made ourselves a bit more well-informed, we definitely could make better decisions. So we've spoken a lot about lifestyle comparisons and how we compare ourselves. Now I wanna focus more on how to navigate this because we're all gonna go through it. I think one of the key things, and I've said this on the podcast before, is it's important for us to know what our current priorities are in life. It's important for you to familiarize yourself with your current priorities and your focuses. This is something I always speak to my clients about. What are your financial focuses right now? What are your life focuses right now? What is important for this stage in your life? And it's important for you to assess, you know, what are actually my goals? What are my aspirations? What do I want for myself? What is most important for me at this stage right now? Because this will help us to deal with comparisons. Maybe one of the things you need to be focusing on right now is getting at a better stage in your mental health. Maybe that's something you've been struggling with, you've been, you know, pushing to the side, not prioritizing, but perhaps that's something that you need to prioritize right now. Or maybe it is your finances. Perhaps you've got debts that you are ignoring, you're pretending it's not there, and you're just trying to act like it's just going to disappear <laughs> and hope even that it will. And if you know, okay, this is my priority right now, or perhaps your priority is your studies, it's your career, building your career. Maybe your priorities right now is supporting your family at a difficult moment. It's important for us to know these priorities and focuses so that when these, you know, thoughts come to our mind, where we make these comparisons of, oh, so-and-so is doing this, but look what I'm doing. We can remind ourselves that, you know what? that's not my focus right now. Right now, I need to focus on fixing my finances. I need to focus on giving attention to my family, to my children, whatever the case may be. So knowing what our focuses are, what our priorities right now are, it's so important because it gives us that clarity. It gives us that sense of being grounded in something. When you're not grounded in who you are and what is important to you, it's so easy for you to just kind of be swayed left and right. So that's something to really think about. If you're not sure what your focuses are right now, take some time to think about it. Take some time to think about what's most important for my life right now. What do I need? What do I need to build? Maybe right now you need to focus on building good habits. Maybe you need to focus on giving yourself some grace, giving yourself a break. Maybe you need to work on being able to manage your time better, being more organized. There's so many different things which can be sometimes unique to us in our situation, but you're only gonna figure that out when you create that space and time to think about it and actually to figure out what's important for you. So if I could summarize that point, it would be, 
get familiar with your priorities. Remind yourself of your priorities. When you're going through those moments where you're feeling a little bit low and you're scrolling through social media and you see those pregnancy announcements or those engagements or those new jobs, promotions, or just started my business or just lost 30 pounds, whatever it is, and you feel that need and you get to that stage of thinking, oh, but I've not been able to do that yet or I feel so left behind. Remind yourself of your focuses. Remind yourself of your priorities and stop comparing. And yes, I know it's easier said than done, but it can be done. Another way that we can navigate lifestyle comparisons is reminding ourselves that you're on a journey. You are on your own unique journey and things are going to happen maybe in a different time period, different order of what is happening to other people. But you have to focus on your journey. You have to face your front, as they say, and have that tunnel vision. Again, it's easier said than done. But if you're intentional in navigating in this way, you're going to be able to do it. Remind yourself, do you know what? I'm on a journey. This is my process. I might not be able to meet all of my goals in one year. Some people may, some people may not. The majority is most of us don't, okay? Remind yourself that too. But remember, do you know what? I'm on my journey. And if you remember what your focuses are and you consciously take those steps to work towards it, it's going to get a lot easier to start being comfortable with where you are, being content, should I say, with where you are and being happy with who you are and who you're evolving into becoming. And also being mindful of your triggers and your mental health is important. This is your responsibility. It's easy to say that influencer culture is making us depressed or influencer culture is affecting our finances negatively, etc. But we have to be mindful of our own triggers. Before influencer culture, there was always ads, there was always the press, the media magazines, there was always something, right? And I'm not saying that they don't have an influence because they do, all right? But we have to be mindful of our own triggers. So for example, if I'm going through a low moment in my life and I'm at that stage where I feel like nothing is going right, my life is terrible, One thing I'm not going to do is to go on social media and start scrolling because I guarantee that if I'm to do that and I'm already feeling low, I'm going to see people posting their highs and it may make me feel worse. It might not pick me up. It might actually push me further down, right? So I'm not going to do that. If I'm not in a good place, I'm not going to be on social media scrolling through and looking at all the great things people are doing because right now that might not be healthy for me. So I think it's important for us to be mindful of our triggers and our own mental health and where we are. And if we know that we're not in a good place, then take a little social media break. Take a little detox. It's going to do so much good to your mental health and your own well-being. As opposed to being online, endlessly scrolling and feeling worse and worse about yourself. Now, my next tip in being able to navigate a lifestyle comparison is being savvy with your social media. Being conscious of who you follow and how their pages make you feel, how their content makes you feel. That's also important. It's your choice who you choose to follow, right? You can decide whether to follow, unfollow, to mute, block, delete, whatever. The choice is yours. So be savvy with your social media. Have a balance of the type of accounts you follow. Don't just follow lifestyle accounts, fashion accounts, hauls, but also follow a bit of educational content, a bit of humor. Have a nice balance in your social media. I think that makes a huge difference. If you're always following just influencers and celebrities, 
you're going to feed into that lifestyle comparison because of course they're going to be posting aspects of their lifestyle which maybe you desire to have and if you're in a low moment that's probably not going to be very healthy for you so definitely having a balance in your social media and the type of content that you consume is going to make such a huge difference and again it's your responsibility you can say our social media is so toxic but you're the one following things that are toxic for you definitely make sure that you have a nice balance in the types of accounts that you follow and assess where you are if you know right now is a low moment you don't need to be on instagram you don't need to be on tiktok although tiktok's a little bit different because you know a lot of the content is just funny videos but the most important thing as i said is to be savvy with your social media. Something I've been starting to do because I really wanna be intentional in my use of social media is setting a timer for Instagram. I don't really use TikTok to be honest. I can't remember the last time I went on it, but this year I do wanna start creating content on TikTok. So eventually I'll get there. But for now I use Instagram mostly. And sometimes I'm on it just for scrolling purposes or I'm on there to post, but sometimes I am just there to entertain myself. So something I've done is setting a timer for myself. So I know each day there's a maximum amount of time that I will spend on Instagram. And when I approach that time, I'll get a reminder and it will basically just log me out. (laughs) And I think it's good to be intentional with that because it's so easy for us to endlessly scroll and not realize you might've gone on Instagram to post something or just to see something or go into your saved folder, but then you get lost in something else and before you realize it, time has passed. So something that can be helpful is for you doing the same. Most new phones, especially if you've got a smartphone, you will be able to add timers on different apps. So not just on social media apps, but maybe WhatsApp is a thing that you are on constantly and perhaps is a source of anxiety for you too. So set yourself a timer for that. Have moments where you're not on your phone. Reducing your screen time can make such a huge difference to your mental health and also to your productivity as well. Perhaps you feel like you don't have time for certain things, but if you actually took the time to analyze your screen time you might see that the time that you needed for certain projects were there on your screen (laughs) so yeah be savvy with your social media be savvy in the content you consume the content that you post and the time you spend on social media something else i want to really highlight on this point is you aren't the judge and jury and take things with a pinch of salt and what i mean about that is It's not your place to be judging people. If you see someone posting a new car and thinking automatically, oh, how did they afford that? It's probably on finance or they've probably got some sugar daddy or something like that. You're not the judge and jury. It's not your responsibility or your place to be judging where people's sources of incomes come from. Take everything with a pinch of salt. Equally, if someone posts a romantic post about how much they love their partner, it's not your place to be judging and thinking, "Mm, yeah, but I'm sure their relationship ain't as good as their posting. Don't be bitter. You're not the judge and jury. It's not your place to judge. But equally, take things with a pinch of salt. Things aren't always as they seem, but sometimes they are. Or sometimes they're even better than they seem. But like I said, take it with a pinch of salt. And as we wrap up, another point I want to bring to the table with you today is that there will always be someone that's in a better or worse position than yourself. This is not a good enough measure to measure your life by. What's important is to focus on bettering yourself and not being better than other people. I feel like a lot of us, our source of motivation comes from being better than other people. A lot of us, our source of inspiration comes from leveling up and showing people that they were wrong about us. And going through life through this place is really unhealthy. You don't need to prove anything to anyone. 
you need to prove it to yourself. If there's certain things you're insecure about, you need to prove to you that you are able to overcome that thing, that you can become that thing, whatever it is you're struggling with, prove it to you. Prove it to God. (laughs) You don't need to prove it to people. So definitely remember that. Focus on bettering you. Focusing on leveling up for you. Not to stunt on your haters. Not to show people that, see, mm -hmm, you didn't believe on me, but look at me now. No. (laughs) I know we all go through that phase, right? I, I certainly have. But focus on bettering yourself for yourself. Not to be better than other people. And also, don't look down on others that are that you feel may be beneath you or may not be on your level. Remember that life can be humbling. Situations can change. Today you could be at the top, tomorrow you could be right there at the bottom. What's important ultimately is not what you have, but it's who you are. Who you are is more important than what you have and what you can do. Who you are is key. And you have to also focus on that. Focus on building a better character. Sometimes we're so focused on acquiring assets, acquiring physical things, that we forget that having a good character is also important. It is. (laughs) And I know for many people that is not important. That's not a priority. The priority is stacking up your account, having more money. It's not about being an honest person. It's not about being reliable or someone that's of their word. I know. But those things are still important too. Those things are still of value. And unfortunately, in some cases, those things are rare. So that's also something to bear in mind as you are focusing on bettering yourself. How can I be better as a person? And be real with yourself and your weaknesses. So many people are in denial about the fact that they do care what people think. And sometimes that concern, that worry, that insecurity does lead you to make certain decisions about your life. And don't fall into the trap of competing with other people's pockets. So many people, you're trying to compete with people that earn way more the money than you it's not going to work. You're just going to end up getting yourself into a hole that you don't want to be in. So don't fall into that trap of competing with other people's pockets. Balance your money, (laughs) balance your finances and build your life according to what you can afford. This is where it comes back to living within your means. And even that finance tip seems so basic, but so many people, the majority of us are not living within our means. And it's something you really have to be intentional in doing. If you don't actually have systems of how you manage your finances, if you're not actually strategic in how you plan out how you're going to spend your money each month, I guarantee you're going to end up overspending. I guarantee you're going to end up spending more money on certain things that perhaps you don't want to. You've got to get intentional. It's not enough just to know what your bills are and what your expenses are. You also have to have a plan and a strategy of how you're going to manage your money. Another thing that I want to end this episode on is really highlighting the fact that lifestyle comparison and comparison in general, it often creates a source of discontentment within us and it causes us to really lack gratitude and take for granted what we currently have. Maybe you don't have the six-figure income yet. You don't have the successful business yet. You don't have the number of followers that you want yet. Or you're not in that place that you want to be yet. Or you haven't met your body goals or whatever goals that you have for yourself yet. But don't forget who you are right now. Don't forget your good qualities. Don't forget the things that you have in your life right now. If you live in a safe home, a warm home, a lot of people are not in that. You're in a, a safe environment or you have your needs met, your basic needs met. 
even if you feel like, oh, everyone should have that. Many people don't. Don't take for granted the good things you have. Don't take for granted the things that are going well. I know certain things may not be going right. It may not be going according to your plan, your five-year plan or whatever plan you have for yourself. But remember what you do have and who you have in your life. Sometimes we take for granted the people we have, the support system we have, the people that mean the most to us. We don't have make any time for them. And sometimes it's only when we go through a loss or some kind of health scare, that's when we remember, oh my gosh, this is what matters. It's not just about how much money I have. Yes, that's important and I won't say it isn't, but it's also about the quality of the relationships in your life. It's also about how you feel about yourself, having purpose, being a good human <laughs> is also important as well. So ultimately, we are going to compare. We can't avoid it. We can't stop ourselves from doing it. But remember to navigate this in a healthy way. Remind yourself of your priorities, where you are going and what you actually want for yourself. And don't allow those comparisons to create those insecurities, that anxiety, even negative feelings towards people as well, and bitterness. Be happy for people. When you, sh- when you see them sharing their highs or sharing their good moments, be happy for them. Remember that your time is going to come to you. What you need to focus on, not just on leveling up to be better than other people, is really thinking, you know what, am I doing everything that I can do to better myself and to better my life? And if your answer is no, then start thinking about, okay, now let me think about what I can do to be better and start taking those steps. Remember, it's a process. It's not always going to be an overnight thing, even building habits. It's a process. It takes time and it definitely takes time to stick as well. But remember, go at your pace. You're running your own race. Okay, that (laughs) that sounds so corny. But honestly, go at your pace. Don't rush yourself to do things or achieve things or have things simply because everyone else is doing it. Because if you're not ready for it, you're not going to be able to keep it. You're not going to be able to sustain it. So you want to make sure when you're building, you're building strong foundations in your relationships, in your finances, in your career, in your family, whatever it is you're building. You want to make sure you're building strong foundations alongside that. Because if you don't have it, when challenges come, it's going to crumble. And that's even more embarrassing than not having it. I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you took something away from it. I'd love to continue this conversation with you guys in the DMs or in my emails. So definitely reach out if you have any comments on anything I spoke about in today's episode. If you're listening on a podcast platform that allows you to rate the podcast, do give a rating. It would mean so much to me. And if you've listened to this far, I know that you are a loyal listener. So definitely, if you haven't already, do leave a rating and a review. It makes such a difference. And I want to thank you for listening to this episode, for sticking with me. If it helped you or you found it useful, share it with a friend, share it on your social media platform, and ultimately have a great day. Have a great rest of your week. And remember, the next time the comparison comes to your mind, remember this episode. Remember those things we spoke about today and I'll be back with you guys in the next episode. Take care.